Good evening, everyone. Chaos and Order coming to you with another podcast. Tonight, we're going to be touching on a few subjects, actually. Um, We definitely tried not to do it. We tried to stay away from the Black History Month thing since, I mean, shit, we're Black 365, seven days a week. So it's not really a month that we celebrate. It is every day of our lives. And um, there was just some disturbing things that kind of went on and that really sparked this particular podcast. And um, the second portion, we'll speak about that when we come upon it. But other than that, we're going to kind of focus a little bit on what's what's going on here in this lovely Black History Month as it comes to an end. Yeah, um, which is ironically enough, though, that's, that's a lot of scenarios with this. For one is they celebrate that on the shortest month of the year. And then, on top of that, given the fact that it's Black History Month, um, you know, it only talk about the typical ones that we everybody know about, as opposed to, like, there are more people than what you see on TV and stuff like that who did more work, who probably did more critical work than the people that, that I spoke of. Um, as in the sense of, like, I wouldn't say, I mean, black history in period, though. I mean, like, that's just go within the whole, not just African American history, with black history as a whole. And the whole subject that we're touching on today is how some of these schools are eliminating black history from their curriculum. And that's just, and that's, is an outrage, in my opinion, because the fact of the matter is, though, is black history is American history. Because a lot of stuff that's going on would not be going it having not been invented by black hands very true true indeed so i'm going to play um <laughs> a conversation that i had with um one of my kids uh principal and and teacher so basically um Normally, of course, with Black History, you know, they do the projects and these elaborate reports and things like that. And they're supposed to, you know, find this Black hero and stuff like that and model after him, right? Well, that wasn't the case where we live at. And, of course, you know, any of you that knows us know where we live at. But, of course, you that don't, we ain't going to tell you because you're creepy. But anyway. <laughs> you ain't talking about that, though. There's none of that. <laughs> right. Right. Anyway. So... I wrote a note to uh, my child's teacher to see why I hadn't seen any like report or, you know, any type of information for black history for her to do anything about. And she kept telling me, well, mom, I don't I don't have anything. They haven't given me anything. <laughs> and of course, I'm like, uh, you just don't want to do it. But now keep in mind, she's a good kid. She's definitely a good kid. She's an A-B student. She actually has all A's and one B. And and she's consistent. So she doesn't mind doing the work. She does the homework. She works really hard to get the grades that she gets. And I'm thinking, okay, well, you're in the Title I school, so it, it's a little tougher. It's a little more tougher on you. So you don't have straight A's. You got one B this time. So I didn't know if she was, you know, feeling away or whatever. I don't know. So at any rate, I wrote the teacher a note to see what happened with the Black History Reports. Now, I caught this conversation in the middle I should have caught it from the very beginning, but I'm going to go ahead and play it 
so that you can hear um, what the teacher and the principal have to say about them not having a black history curriculum. Yeah, that's my first time hearing this too. So. <laughs> Ooh, get ready, y'all. Get ready. On the announcements, uh, there is a, a section of our announcements, like the video productions that the kids put on, mm-hmm. um, that, that highlights a different black history icon.
Gotcha. So, like, number the stars, I think, of it, and that was kind of like during the World War World War II, yeah. and, you know, when they were having to, um, it's a story about a little girl and her family, that what they had to do during that time period. Gotcha. Okay. Okay. Um, so I just, I, I do have just one, one other question though. And of course not, you know, attempting to be, you know, controversial or anything, but cause it, it is just kind of odd, um, to know that there generally is not, um, a solid curriculum taught around black history. Is, is, is there a reason behind that? Is that with the school district or like what? I don't, I'm, I guess a little puzzled of, what gears that because like I said we're, we're not from here you know we're from the west coast so um it's just you know day and night to me basically as to why right, right. you know the curriculum is not uh, kind of um there is not hold on one second I'm, I'm taking notes here um okay. I'm, I have a a different situation that I'm tag teaming here I'm sorry about that oh, no, um sorry. there is nothing specific in the curriculum However, the different, like this particular unit of study is placed where it is so the teachers have that kind of latitude so they can, you know, the, this historical fiction piece that, that Ms. Waller's talking about provides that avenue for teachers to explore and expose the, the students to those different, those different pieces. Mm-hmm under that umbrella of historical fiction. But no, there's not specifically curriculum assigned. Gotcha. And that's just something from the district, or is that something like statewide? Okay. Yeah, we have a curriculum that we follow, and so we follow, like, each each unit, like, like we'll be doing a fantasy unit. We do a historical fiction unit. We do a um, informational text. Yeah, informational text units. So it's just from the, the county, I mean, from the state. Gotcha. Okay. Okay. Because that's, like I said, I was just wondering, you know, as to, you know, why, and I didn't know if it did, if it was the district or if it was the state or what have you. Um, like I said, just because of where we come from. And of course, you know, with our background, I, I feel that it is important, you know, that they are able to continuously grow and learn, you know, other avenues about it. So that's why I did have a question, um, only because it is something that's prominent and important, you know, within the values <coughs> to make Absolutely. sure that they understand it now. Okay. Well, awesome. Well, I definitely do um, appreciate your call. You know, again, I just wanted to make sure it wasn't something she's like, that's just too much. I don't want to do it. You know, and generally she's she's a great kid. So, um, yeah, you know, I, I, it just for me, I just, you know, was on that fence of, mm, I don't know about that. Let me let me see. Let me actually ask these questions. So um, I definitely do ap- um, appreciate the call from you all today. Um, sure. and just kind of explaining that narrative for me. Absolutely. All right. You have a wonderful weekend. Thank you, and you do the same. Thank you. Bye-bye. Yeah, so that was the conversation that we had. And excuse me, yes, you did hear me kind of do a little cough back here, just kind (laughs) of. Even recalling the conversation is just, (laughs) it's crazy. Like I said, I I definitely should have got it in the very, very beginning. And the reason why she even said anything about the different individuals or the different people being brought up in the announcements, because 
um, when the call first started, they stated about, um, oh, they just did a segment on Dr. Martin Luther King and, you know, next week or this week, technically, they're supposed to be doing a, a segment on <clears throat> Harriet Tubman. And so I told her, I said, you do know that there's more than two black people in, in, in black history. I mean, Correct. I mean, I can, I can, I can name, I can name 10 <laughs> off, uh, like, easy. I mean... I mean, we can go down the line. You can go with Nat yeah. Turner, uh, Sedrella's Truth, um, mm-hmm. shoot, hey, you know, Marcus Garvey, Frederick Douglass, Christmas Addicts. Yeah. I mean, Ida B. Wells. I mean, there's so much more. There's plenty more. Yeah. I mean, we can go down this whole narrative about it, though, but the fact about it is, though, like they're taking it out of the system to the point where they don't want their hands on it. So right. it would be up to us to do it. Yeah. But, excuse me. <laughs> but, Bless you. But lo and behold, they, you know, like just like we talked about, like, just like you, like you told me before, like it seems like they taking out that, um, you know, taking out that part, portion portion of history and try to add add on others, you know, the history of homosexuality like that. Yeah. I mean, we got, we, I mean, we already know the whole history behind this. So why constantly have to force that onto the kids, whatever? Um, Fortunately, their school is not, you know, doing that. That yeah. hasn't come. <clears throat> here to my specific knowledge of actually being taught in the classroom for what I've heard from a friend um, it actually is in the books yeah. like with some of the books in the library so we're definitely still going to touch on that too I mean given the fact that it seems like they're replacing the gay agenda with the black agenda and you know I know that's another subject we need to talk about but it's yeah, still that's our second segment so. yeah but it's still prominent for this for this discussion is because the fact that like they taking taking out of taking that curriculum out and place with another, and you know the fact of the matter is though on this month of all <laughs> based of all months though which you know like I said it's the short month of the year but yet and still though you know it's not being taught to talk never being taught to the young kids <coughs> to a point though like was okay this is where you come from this is greatness you yeah. know. Got more literary figures though, George, like Booker T. Washington, George Washington Carver, Langston Hughes. I mean, e- even artists like Duke Ellington, for for that matter. You know, mm-hmm. like I mean, like there's so many prominent people. You know, with you know within history though, they a lot of these kids nowadays don't know nothing about, and it's sad and it's pretty much is is frustrating because I see so much. And, you know, especially though, like, that pretty much really made me want to, like, do more in the history because I'm a history buff. So, you know, mm-hmm. I, I think I learned more within my own personal history, though, with, you know, like, constantly digging, doing my own personal research to the point where I branched out towards others because, like, everything connects. If you look at it, though, no matter what you see within white history, black history within itself fits in it's like the bigger piece of that puzzle and mm-hmm. you know you know like we always been, been like the connecting factor within this country and they pretty much trying to embrace us out of history oh. and that's why I know I said in our old other um, segment I know we were <clears throat> touching basis on like immunizations and stuff like that and don't get me wrong <laughs> we still gonna touch on that because I ended up finding out some other stuff today but that's not gonna be in our segment tonight however you know, what I want you guys to pay attention to and understand I use the word narrative <laughs> in the end because I wanted to know what their narrative is. <clears throat> now, I want you guys to pay attention to the fact that they are pushing this historical fiction. 
okay? As you see, they use that a lot. Historical fiction. We're teaching them historical fiction. We're having them do historical fiction. Little do they know, my daughter's project is going to be on Black Wall Street. And it's going to be circled around if the white people never destroyed Black Wall Street where we would be right now. Call me controversial. Say, oh, you're doing too much. I don't really care. But at the end of the day, my children are going to know their history. As to why I encouraged you guys, encouraged you parents, encouraged anybody listening to this podcast. If you have black children, half black children, quarter black children, they need to know their history, period. And that's another reason why I told you guys, look up urban intellectuals. It will give you so many different pieces of history you never thought were there. I learned so much at my age, you know, having their black history cards. They have an application, like I said, urban intellectuals, they have an app. I put it on my daughter's phone. Like I told you guys, there's different tests, there's different quizzes, there's different things that teach you about, you know, the 1600s, 1700s, the 1900s. There's so much data there. You just have to grab it. I will not allow my children to be whitewashed. I will not allow my children to be lost in history and in history books because of their narratives. Yeah, because like they have to realize though, like the greatness from which they come from, and you know, regardless though, you know, like the history. I mean, like the people who did before, who done all the stuff before us though, like they left behind a legacy for us to actually learn from to the point where we can grow from it. And just like you said, Black Wall Street. I mean, it wasn't just one Black Wall Street. Like there were Black Wall Street. Yeah, several. Yeah. I mean, you know, I mean, the fact of the matter is, I think that see Tulsa, Oklahoma, as the fact. Okay. This is like one of the more prominent ones we're making this up out of. Yeah, because now it's more whitewashed. Mm-hmm. And they pretty much, there's more like act of terrorism. There was terrorism at, at its finest. At its finest, exactly. And, you know, innocent black people and businesses got destroyed within that one hole um, within that day. And, you know, there were survivors. But the fact of the matter is, though, like, they seen it, though, like, this whole okay. Like, this is more like a. It was genocide. Yeah, I mean, a genocide on the grand scale, though, because, you know, like, they always say, you know, terrorism was a benefit elsewhere. No, well, it is a benefit here. Mm-hmm. We go and invade shit and no, no, take no, no, over. No, 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 no. Well, not, mean, not us, but, you know. But, like, you know. <laughs> not us. Like, not me and him. <laughs> I mean, you know, I mean, regardless, though, you know, like, the whole problem is, though, with this, with this whole situation is, though, like, we being erased from history. Even though we damn near wrote the book in history, if you want to. We are history. Yeah, we are history within the scepter because, like, we did more than any other race, period. That's just hands down fact. I mean, regardless, though, because, like, none of the stuff wouldn't even came about if it weren't for us. A lot of the stuff, a lot of the ideas, though, like, that's been done has, and if everything, if you ever think about it, like, like the, like the major inventions, though, throughout history, though, was made by black hands. But yet and still, though, like, you got them taking credit, though, for our work. Mm-hmm. So when it comes to a time, though, where we got to actually, though, like, we, and, like, now we got to fight for survival, and now we got to fight for our own fucking history. Right. Now, I'm also going to play something else that definitely infuriated me and him. And this is um, a state over from us. And I'm just, I'm, I'm just going to play it. I'm going to let y'all hear it. And then... um I'll I'll elaborate on it afterwards. 
This was a news report, by the way. 46 showed you video of fifth graders told to sing slave songs while picking cotton in a field. Students say it was part of a game, a lesson, not on slavery or Black History Month, but rather the Great Depression. My ancestors picked cotton. Why would I want my son to pick cotton and think it's fun? Before our story aired, the spokesman for Rock Hill Schools, Michael Frost, tried to stop us from running this, saying it's not newsworthy and off camera, blaming this mom for not fully reading a permission slip, which makes no mention of singing slave songs. Frost even stopped our interview when I asked why there's no mention of the history of slaves forced to pick cotton. Matt, what did you want to say? Matt, that is not the topic of this interview. The interview is about the Great Depression. We're not going to go off script. Do you understand? So, yeah. <laughs> Pick it like that. I like it when you feel you're sad. Good grief. I mean, the fact of the matter is, though, like I said, because that's from my hometown. <laughs> and that's so fucked up. <laughs> I, mean, and it's, I mean, it's fucked up on so many levels, though. But, like, let's try to say, it's, like, let's try to disguise it, like, for the Great Depression. Okay, yeah, they probably did pick cotton during the Great Depression, but like, let's be real here. Yeah, I go do that shit yeah. in February, though. I mean, like, I mean but of fuck? all things, though, like, oh, it's about the Great Depression. No, that's other bullshit. We already know the majority of, of like, the most prominent time doing cotton was doing slavery. I mean, even now, though, like, if, if you go down to certain places, though, and like other spots, so like, you see cotton fields. Mm-hmm. You know, but I don't see nobody out there picking that shit with their hands. Though. I see people out there in like on tractors and shit and all kinds of other machines, though, running that stuff. Yeah, he's mm-hmm. drove me over there. Like, there are legit fucking cotton fields, y'all. Like, and then, like, a part of me was like, ooh, it, it might be soft. I want to touch it. But then I thought about it. Like, I snapped out of that shit. Like, what the fuck? Like, hell no. Nah. Like, fuck this shit. I'm about to burn this shit up. I was like, but you know what? I, I can't go to jail in, you know, in another state. I mean, but even still, though, <laughs> you know, I'm not about to sit here and, and like, and I'm going to tell my son's mother. If you better be. no. She'll like, be goddamn if my baby go to a fucking cotton field. She'll have care, to deal with me. I don't care how he feel or how you feel about the situation, though. No. Fucking no. No. No cotton. I mean, my, like, my son would not be touching no cotton to pick. Period. He's not picking none of that. Ain't no. I mean, fuck that shit. I mean, ain't everybody no else's parents gonna be cool about that stuff, though. How about this, though? Like, send the white folks. And it's like, like have the white folks send their kids. It's like, they had them pick that stuff. Let them know what our people went through. And understand that with that news report, from what I've seen, those were all black kids. I didn't see any other race kids. I seen all black kids singing those slave songs. Filling a bag of cotton. And I remember there was a gentleman that was a few years ago. Um, I think he may have been in Mississippi or something like that. And he said that his mom had signed a permission slip for him to, you know, oh, go on yeah, a field trip. Yeah. yeah. And it was them, you know, out and picking cotton and running around and putting it in the bag and stuff like that. And he was thinking that they was able to keep the cotton and they had to turn the cotton back in. <laughs> Yeah, and the thing was, was, like he put it in his pocket. He put some in his pocket. And the funny thing, like the story was so funny, though. She said, "How the he said, where the hell you, you get unprocessed cotton from?" He said, "You know, from a field trip." She said, "Man, y'all fooled us for some jobs." <laughs> but even still, though, man, I mean, ironically enough, though, like that's discussion. Though I'm going to take take it up with my uncle, and you know, he he's for the he worked for the school district, so like that. Though I'm pretty sure, like something like that probably missed his gaze, though, but. Something like that gotta be done. Yeah, that really gotta be talked about. I mean, and it's, and it's, you know, disheartening because I'm, I'm, I'm sitting here and I'm listening to this stuff. I say, yeah. okay, you can't be serious. You joking, right? I mean, if anybody though who got enough sense though, who's black, 
who, who got enough blackness within their bodies, though, like, they don't realize, though, motherfucker, you out your mind. Yeah, no, absolutely, you know? absolutely. Like, grandmother mother, though, like, she probably should have read that stuff a little bit more, but even though it was, say, cotton field, that would have been a major no-no anyway. No. Right. I don't give a damn what, I mean, like, that's for the Great Depression. I don't give a damn... I don't give a damn what it is, though. But the fact of the matter is, you got any kids out here picking cotton and they're yeah. singing slave songs. Nobody, I mean, I'm pretty sure like nobody wants to sing those slave, song, slave songs during the Great Depression. I don't give a damn. I mean, that's just straight stupid. I mean, you know, so like, those, all this stuff like running together didn't make no sense to me. It really didn't. So you mean to tell me to like, Great Depression. You know, it's the Great Depression. You picking cotton and you sing, singing slave songs. Right. And I mean, and he'll tell you, like, I'll sit, anything that they bring me, I read over it. I'm like, okay, what is this? What are you bringing me? And they try to explain it, but I'm like, nope, leave the paper here. Let me read it. So I know exactly what I'm putting my signature on because it's like, I'm not going to have them go through that. And I'm telling you right now, let them bring home some paperwork for them going to a cotton field. And I'm going to fuck up this entire school district. Like they got the right one <laughs> at this time. Turn the whole thing upside down. That whole, it, the entire thing. You know what I'm saying? Let my bonus son bring some shit home and her up here talking about some fucking. Oh yeah, he's supposed to be going. No, the fuck he's not. At that yeah. point, she ain't even gonna deal with him. She gonna deal with me. No the problem is though that she gonna deal with me. That's the, that's the like, issue. I well, mean, she gonna be dealing with both of us. No, I, that's, I mean, the I mean, she gonna, not okay. I mean, she gonna deal with a whole lot of people though, like me, my. <laughs> <laughs> me, you, my dad. I mean, everybody. I mean, yeah. it's going to be to the point, though, like, where common sense got got to be brought up. I yeah. mean, if anybody got enough common sense to know, let's see, boom. Oh, you taking your kids to the cotton field? No, hell, y'all not. That's not going to happen. All right. I'm not going to sit here and try to have my son pick no damn cotton, though. I didn't do it. I, and I damn sure didn't think my grandfather did it. But, I mean, regardless of the fact, though, man, sh- man, enough's enough. This right here, like, they're making a the, yeah. they're they're joke out of, out of right. this. And, and this is going to, I mean, you got to stop being like the button of the joke and realize, though, you know what, though? You know, we, you know, like, they need us more than they're ever going to, you know, more than we ever going to need them. But, right. they, but like, they got to flip. And it's, it's sad and it's crazy, though, because they taking stuff away from us that, you know, like, that we work so hard to obtain. And when when we get to the point though, where we have to realize though, like, we got to fight back. But you know, we going about it the wrong way. I mean, like it should be done to the point though, where we realize, okay, we are here. We, I mean, y'all can't take us away from this. We are here, whether not in a way you like it or not. Mm-hmm. So it's just like realistically, we are unapologetically black. It is what it is. You know what I'm saying? And it's going to be what it's going to be. And I don't care what place we're in or what city or what state or whatever it's just like you're not going to stop my blackness because you have a narrative that you are trying to push through it is not okay it is not going to be okay my can my children are going to continue to learn and understand black history you know all of them and they actually really love those little cards because i know even you know um jake and b they were in there you know and he has a copy of those cards that he sits and he reads. Because remember, they ended up sending me a second copy because something was off-centered. Mm-hmm. And I just wanted to inform them, you know, just to let them know for the printing production. They ended up sending me a whole other free deck. So, you know, I have these cards and I still look at these cards. I still have the app. I have the, you know, information on my phone as well. So I can just kind of look at it periodically just to refresh myself. And when new things come up, you know, they put it on there, they post it. 
And like I said, it's extremely helpful for people to really understand where they came from. But my thing is, you're not going to write us out of history. You are not going to go with this narrative of, you know, (laughs) fucking fictitious history or whatever the fuck they're trying to do within the school, within these school systems. It's not okay. It's never going to be okay. And like he stated, they're attempting to write this gay agenda, you know, into the school system, period, point blank. We both have an agreement. We, We agree on this where... You know, we don't mind. Whatever you decide to do in your bedroom is your business. We don't care. Much love to you, much power, much respect to you. It it is what it is. We both have family members who, you know, are engaged in same-sex relationships. And, you know, if that's what you want to do, cool beans. It is what it is. But at the same token, you know what I'm saying? We still don't agree with your lifestyle. We still don't agree with what you're doing. But that's your choice. That's one thing that we do have as human beings is freedom of choice. And if that's what you feel that you want to do, then do it. However, keep that shit away from my children. Period. Don't none of them need to see it. All five of them, they are still, you know, growing. They are still blossoming. They are still blooming into their own. And I'll tell you, my daughter, she is for her age. She's extremely conscious and she has an understanding. And I, I had to understand to her why it is so important for her to understand if she decides that she wants to procreate, that she needs to procreate with a black man. Now, a lot of people may not agree with me and they may say, oh, well, you this and that, blah, blah, blah. I said what the fuck I said. I mean, and I said the same thing to my boys. Yeah, I mean, you know, like, regardless though, like, you got a lot of these white people, white people and their kids, whatever, like, they prefer them to date within their race. So why can't we do the same? Why can't right. we have that same mentality? Asians are the same the way. Asians, the Hispanics, I mean, Arabs, all of them, they have, mm-hmm. some, they have that same mentality. Jews, I mean, Jews, I mean, even though that's not a race per se, though, you know. Should but they embrace Yeah, you know, even, yeah, okay. about, I mean, you know, that's, you know, whatever they do, that's what they do. But I, I, don't know, I, don't know, I don't know what goes on behind the whole thing with that, but. Hey, I seen a girl still, fucking corn, so I mean, it's just like, come I mean, on. I mean, now. hell, hell, some fucking cucumbers and carrots and shit, though. Like, they got a whole vegetable medley in that, in that twilight. <laughs> but that's a whole nother story. But. <laughs> <laughs> we I'm, ain't got no damn But, sense. you know, regardless of the fact, though, like, a lot of stuff that they doing. We need to do it, do it as well. We're the only race to like the one to include others within our struggle. We can't do that. Mm-hmm. Problem is though, like if we are, I mean, like we gotta stick within our own people though, to be, uh, because of the fact though, like they're the only ones we have to fall back on. We can't fall back on any other race because they're looking out for their own. Mm-hmm. So we gotta look out for ourselves. So fuck the bullshit. It's time for us to actually wake up and realize though, we can't do this with them. We gotta do it without them because mm-hmm. we're more stronger together. And keeping everybody else out than bringing them in. Because we've seen that through our history. History has shown us already. And we trying to bring in other people that are within our cause and stuff. Next thing you know, like, they're getting, they getting all the stuff that we fought for. And we ain't in it with shit. Yep. So, you know, until we actually realize, though, like, we have to deal with black and just black only, though. We always going to stay within the same rut. It's always going to be this way. And, you know, like, they all... Like they want to incorporate the whole gay agenda with the black strong. You can't do that either. Uh, okay, you black and you gay. Understand though, at the end of the day though, you black. I mean, you right. black first. You born black. You weren't born gay. Yep. You were born black. I mean, you know, if you, I mean, being black is who you are. Being gay is a choice. You know, I mean, behavior. Yeah, I mean, I mean, like you can't choose to be black. You can choose to be gay, but you can't choose to be black because you were born that way. And before any of you at us talking about some, oh, yes, you can, it's absolute bullshit. 
just so you have an I mean, understanding. I mean, but we're going to cover that in our next segment as to why it is bullshit and why what? these things do happen. Man, you know what? Forget this. I'm just going to state my point on this point, on this whole thing. I believe alone. You can't be born that way. That's born by conditioning. If you look at it on TV, though, like they have everything on there, listen to music, it's on there. That's conditioning. That's what you are around. Understand that in the day, you are born black. We are given choice for not to be straight, if straight, gay, or whatever. I mean, that's just how it is. You cannot sit there and try to say, oh, I was born this way. No. Like, y'all fall behind that little Lady Gaga bullshit, y'all want to, though, but you're not born that way. So. But that being said, I'm going to leave it alone, though, but we're going to have to stick to the subject at hand, so. <laughs> Alrighty. Back. Um, so, I know he definitely just spoke his piece, you know, on the situation. And, you know, again, we, I agree with him. And I will tell you, there is scientific evidence that is behind this. So, I want you to understand that Depending upon where you are, there are so many places within the United States that the water is contaminated. Um, a scientist did admit because he was a part of the project where they actually were putting hormone altering uh, chemicals in the drain systems. So therefore, what happens when your mother is pregnant she eats and she drinks whatever they tell her. You have to have enough water. You have to have this. You have to have that. Not only are they putting it in the water content, but they were also putting it in the food. Um, no disrespect to anyone, but if your mother was in jail, there were chemicals that were put into her food. And this is the same thing with males. And these, uh, again, this is supported by scientific evidence. If you do not believe me, look it up before you at me. So understand that. Um, the scientists that mated the male frogs, basically, made a male frog. Well, he was a black doctor, that. Yeah, and, and he was. He was a black scientist um, that mated the male frogs, you know, said it took about two, three weeks um, with the amount and the dosage that was provided to the frogs so that the other frog would, you know, be feminine, would act as a female frog and have eggs so the other frog can, you know, basically hump on it and, and fertilize the eggs. Now, with the amount of different elements that are in the water, um, it happens a lot faster. So, as they're telling you to give your children water, give your kids this, give your kids that, give your kids this, give your kid that, there is an agenda and a narrative behind it, especially in certain areas. If you notice, in specific areas, there are a lot more homosexual people than in other areas. They tend to migrate, of course, but everything is done strategically. Let's keep this clear. Let's keep this honest. And again, we don't have nothing against you if that is your lifestyle. That's your business. If you've had a poor experience with, you know, the opposite sex and you decided to turn to the other sex because you're curious or you, but again, then again, keep in mind, it's still conditioning. It's programming. It's something that you've seen. It's something that somebody has said, oh, this is much better and this and that. And, you know, I, I'm a woman, so I want to be with a woman because she could understand my thoughts. Keep in mind, there's some fuck girls, too. Let's be real about the situation. And mm. the same and the same thing with the God. I don't even start on that. <laughs> you know, you kind of going back and forth with the swirl. Now, again, if that's your lifestyle, that's your lifestyle. It is what it is. I don't hate you. I don't, you know what I'm saying? 
don't just don't be a dyke and, and be sneak dicking. And then all of a sudden you get pregnant. But it is what it is. So damn, man. It's been smart. Man, it's smart. I got your boy pregnant. What? Right. I mean, regardless. I mean, here's the thing, though. You know, it's. We already, we already know what it is. The it's whole, an agenda. I mean, it's an agenda to, to like to eliminate the black family, though, like to lim, you know eliminate the the whole social, like the whole power structure within the black you know with the black male. Mm-hmm. Um, blacks in general are attacked, but black but like the black man is attacked more. Mm-hmm. Um, because let's be real here, man. He's the structure. Yeah, it's the structure though, but. The, uh, like the way that everything is designed here in this country, though, is meant to tear down the black man. Mm-hmm. Um, tear apart the black family as as a whole, yeah. like in general. Yeah. A lot of stuff backfired on their asses, like welfare. But I, it is I mean, you know, like it's the same as like a tree, and the tree supports, you know, like the trunk of the tree supports everything within it. That trunk is the black man, and they chop that down. Whatever, everything's gonna fall from there. And leave everything else vulnerable because like they go like that's just how it works. I mean, and it's and it's frustrating though to see this stuff that people don't realize it, and mm-hmm. they just gonna accept it for what it is though. You know, oh, you know, like you just gay bashing stuff like that. But back then though, you know, like those frowned upon. Now you look at now it's more accepting. Over the years though, your generation changed everything like that though. I mean, you know, we had a had like certain things during the time, you know, doing like way back then. If you think about doing the androgynous movement though, when you know, doing like the eighties and, you know, late seventies, et cetera, et cetera, though, you know, we can go deeper into that. That's yet still like that's history. Yeah. So, you know, you wanna go through it and think about it though. But I'm you know, I can sit there and talk about stuff like that and then I get judged, though, for me saying certain things, though. Everybody is entitled to their own opinion. Does that make them a hater or anything like that? No. But that's just how things, that's just the way things is now to the point where people can't have an opinion no more. And if you have an opinion about certain things, though, like, you get looked at. Yeah. You're looked at as controversial. You're yeah. looked at as, you know, anti-gay or anti-white or yeah, yeah, yeah. this or that. Gay ain't, ain't, no, like right. that. ain't nobody anti anything. At the end of the day, I'm gonna speak my mind, and if you don't like it, guess what? Don't listen. Yeah. So. I mean, you know, I mean, here, like this last time I checked, though, like this certain thing called freedom of speech. But the thing is, though, if you if you see how the whole movement is with them, if you say anything bad about them, they ride out, and they and like they'll do for their own. Mm-hmm. It's kind of hard. It's it's kind of different with us. I mean, yeah, like we'll sit there and we'll hoot and holler for a while, and all of a sudden to the point that like we'll receive back. Okay, that's it. We done. No, they do stuff and get the job done. Right. Jews, you talk you talk bad about a Jew, they get the shit done. Mm-hmm. Blacks yeah. do just enough to get an apology. Yeah. And, and then once the apology is there, yeah. they fall back. But exactly. I don't feel that I don't accept no fucking apology from anybody from any corporate anything. If you have wronged and if you have intentionally and strategically did racist shit, no, don't give me your apology because yeah. it is nothing but words. Don't say anything to me. Make your actions happen. But at the end of the day, you also want to make those actions happen because you want to continue to get that black dollar. Ain't nobody worried about that shit. And that's just like with the gentleman that was on the red carpet that was voted the best dress. This fool had a whole fucking tuxedo dress on. I didn't even watch the Grammys. I just seen pictures of that shit. That is so fucking despicable. It is not funny. And the D, oh my God, it's like the demasculation of the black man is the most horrid thing in life to me. Understand this, period. Black man, as he stated, 
I, I, I don't even feel that they're the trunk, they're the root. You know what I'm saying? They're, yeah. they're the root, they're the root of the foundation where everything has to grow and be fruitful from. And that is what they're afraid of. Keep in mind, this shit has been going on for generation after generation. They've created this narrative of this strong black woman and she doesn't need a man and blah, 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 blah. Bull fucking shit. Okay? Stop the crap. Cut the shit. Oh, well, I don't want a black man because they always, they're a thug. They're this, they're that. That's the way they're fucking conditioned. Yeah, Look at the music industry. Right. Look at the music industry. Look at exactly what they allow to be pumped out. You have people like Lyrica Anderson. Let's be real. I'm going to call her out. Beautiful vocalist. She wanted to make love ballad. She enjoys her family. Yeah, they may have some drama or whatever with the whole love and hip-hop shit. I don't give a fuck. She has a wonderful voice, and the lyrics that she writes are amazing. She writes beautiful love ballads. It, it promotes love. It promotes the black family. And guess what? They didn't want to put out her album because they felt that it wasn't going to attract enough attention. They didn't want to put out her album because... They felt that she didn't have enough uh, pop in it. She didn't have enough w- of what, quote-unquote, the people wanted, which is bullshit. That's what they do. Give because... me back some fucking love balance. I don't give a shit about none of this new age I music. I mean, that's what they do because, like, the fact, though, like, it don't fit within that particular agenda. Right. I mean, like, I mean, look at J. Cole. J. Cole has made albums, though, for years, though, and, yeah. He's independent, right? Yeah. I'm, I don't I think he's still, I think he's still with Rockefeller, though, but the thing... Oh, okay. But even still, though, like, that's, you know, that that's, you know, the main thing is, though, with him, he's, I mean, he's doing it because, I mean, he, like, he put out music, though, it's, like, almost like that hip-hop, real hip-hop, like that. Yeah. I mean, you know. He's making shit that makes sense. He's yeah, making exactly. music that's going to make you think, you know, about your life, that's going to make you think about what's going on. And that's not the music that the regular music, and let's call a spade a spade. The music industry's owned by whites and Jews and Arabs and Chinese folk. They don't want that narrative out there because as soon as the black family starts to become rebuilt and one, it be uh, it's strength in numbers. Like nobody is getting that. It's strength in numbers. And when these women are like, "Oh, I don't want to deal with a black man because this is this this is," they always leave. They this they that. Do you know that statistically, there are more white men that are on child support than black. Do you know that statistically there are more black involved fathers, no matter if they have male or female children, a son or a daughter, there are more black fathers that are more involved in their children's lives? Do you not know that welfare targets black women with multiple children? Even if they have multiple fathers, given the fact if you keep him out of the home, if you don't let him this, if you don't this, you don't that, we're going to give you money. We're going to give you free money. You don't have to work for it. Don't worry about it. This is what they give you. But do you know, statistically, there are more white people on welfare than there are black people? Like, nobody's paying attention to the numbers. Nobody's pulling the statistics on the things that are going on. And to me, it is absolutely sad. And I will tell you, and my ex-husband will tell you, that fool ain't on child support. I'm not going to put him in the child support system because that's, it's stupid. And it's nothing but a game. And it's nothing but a gimmick. So a lot of women, they're like, oh, well, I'm going to do this so I can just get, get child support. That is the narrative that they have put into their mind. That is exactly what they have conditioned these women to be. So when you get these black women that have that particular type of mindset that do turn a particular type of black man off 
You know what I'm saying? Everything is done strategically and for a purpose, and it's all in specific areas. And that's crazy that no one pays attention to that. You know, there are certain men and women that are in certain areas. These areas are targeted for a reason. These areas are done this way for a reason because it is, number one, depopulization of the black man. Because, I mean, let's be honest here. I mean, my brother is in prison right now for being um, associated with the person that committed a crime. And my brother has 156 years. Which is crazy to me because the Hollywood you can get somebody that much time. Now see, like let's do a little history on this right here. Okay, when the let's say like Abraham Lincoln though, he signed the Emancipation Proclamation, supposed to free the slaves though. Understand though, when he had slaves too. Yeah, sure. even still though, understand it. He didn't really free it. He just transferred the ownership from the slave owners to the state. And when that happened, the prison system opened up. Because mm-hmm. okay, we got all these people uh, we got all these slaves that we just let go. They ain't got no jobs. What they gonna do? They gonna rob or steal whatever. Next mm-hmm. thing, you know, like we got, you know, like we gotta get this free labor out of them anyway. Mm-hmm. So what they do? The prison system was the was the main thing for to get that free labor out of them. So either way, you may be free, but you be, like the second you um act up or fuck up, you going right back in the jail. Though we gonna get that free labor out of you. Yeah. So you know it's you know that I mean just like Dr. Umar Johnson said though, like he like he never did anything. He just transformed it. It's it's a different type of slavery. And yes, even now right. though, like. It's still, it's still prominent. You know, mental even, slavery is yeah, it's, a beast. it's mental slavery though. Even though like all these people that's in jail right now, they're getting that labor out of them. Um, I don't understand that, and it's, and it's nerve wracking that people don't really see that, and people don't really know that part of the history. I mean, maybe that like there's more to it, and if anybody though who listening though who wanna discuss that, you know, so that way we can, um, you know, trade information on it. I am more than open for it. Absolutely. I mean, I mean, you know, like that's, I mean, like it's for us to learn and build upon each other though, to, you know, feed that knowledge to each other. And if there's anything that I, you know, missed out on though, please feel free to let me know because last thing I want to do is be misinformed by anything though, but that's why I am. I love history. So, you know, if there's anything that I can learn from it, feel free to chime in and say something to me about it. I am more than welcome and more open to talk about it. Mm-hmm. But that's just a little portion of history that people fail to realize. We have to look at that. We have to understand though, like the game they're playing. If every other race in this country is playing the same game and, we, and we're not playing it, you know, we're losing. Even exactly. Dr. Clark Anderson even stated that. He said, like, we're the only one we have moved now. One single iota. Mm-hmm. One single iota. I mean, and, like, we own less than one half of one percent. You realize how small that is? Even though we did so much for this country, though, we built this country, though, but we don't own shit in this country. So we got to play the game just like they're playing it. And when we do, though, like, we got to build upon each other. We got to work with blacks. We got, Even though, like, y'all may have that whole notion, though, you know, most people don't like they don't, black people don't want to hook up and stuff like that. Okay, but keep this mindset in mind. I said like you won't go go to Habib or whoever. I'm not trying you know, or or any other people though, any other race where like they're selling the same product that we're selling and ask for a discount. So why you want to it from us? We gotta start somewhere. We gotta you know like we gotta like this gives us a chance like try to build upon what we have though so we can grow so that way we can expand. 
And we can have those discounts at that point because the more business you have, the more buyers, the more customers, you know, the lower you can get your prices. And, and mm -hmm. when a black business is just starting out, yeah, it may seem a little bit high, but you have to understand a lot of the times they, the way they're getting their products and, and what they're doing and trying to make a profit, they're charged twice. You know what I'm saying? They're, they're charged twice as much as their white counterparts. So let's be real about the situation. Let's build more black businesses. You know what I'm saying? So if you if you have more black businesses and you're able to lean and, and be with one another, we can keep these costs down. We can keep our black dollars in circulation. We can make sure that we continue to build ourselves an empire instead of having to rely on anybody else. And it's just so crazy. And that's not what they want. That's another reason why they want to, you know, feminize the, the strong black man. Let's be honest here. What do you really see on TV? You see effeminate or flamboyant black men with fucking muscles. Let's get real yeah. here. And, and like, this is what they're conditioning you to see. This is what they're saying is okay. And unfortunately, my fellow black women, you guys support this fucking bullshit. Stop that mess. And then like the stereotypical thug and stuff like that because like, like, let's, like let's admit though, like a lot of these females though, like they're overlooked like the one guy who, who got... Something good going for him though to a point to a point though like where he'll pack possibly build her up to another status though but like they want to deal with this whole uh, uh, like this whole typical guy who's a thug with him who won't put hands on like man I seen this shit I dealt with this shit I I was a victim of that type of stuff and I seen it so there's no debate about that and, like they said say oh I like what I like that's bullshit. Okay, you may like what you like, but it's that... You like what you're conditioned yeah. to like. I mean, it's it, even still, though, like, they see that, though, like, that's what they want. It's, oh, you know, they see they see him as, a, like, a masculine figure, whatever, though. But it's all fun and games until he go inside your head or some shit, or have mm -hmm. you type of some bullshit where you end up in jail. Or he ain't got no dick yeah. when you thought he had dick and you thought you was going to get and, some and, thug and, loving. And, and, like, even, cause like, I, I had people in my family, though, who deal with these type of thug-ass dudes, whatever, though, and, and like, either they go outside, or, or, like, he go outside her head, or... He get tied up in some shit. All of a sudden, though, she get tied up in it. She ended up going to jail for all the shit that he did. And mm -hmm. she's not really sure what the hell was going on or because she was there. So, I mean, I seen stuff like that. Damn police rushing, rushing to a relative house or whatever, though. Go go search her house and find kind of stuff there. She gets sent to jail. I'm not going to put the names out on that, but I know, I know what it was. And the fact of the matter is, though, you know, he, he tied her up in, in, in his bullshit. So for all I know, like they could have been a lot worse than what it was. It, like they could, like they could have ran up, ran up in the house by you know, like somebody else could have ran up in the house while she was there. They could have shot her up, took all the shit that he had with him. Next thing you know, we burying the family member. So it's too much going on with that. But yet still, like you want to deal with those type of dudes who ain't doing nothing to better on anybody. Not never doing nothing to better the people though. But you want to. Look over the guy though who got who got more to offer for his people, right? And it's just and you have to understand like the narrative that they're building. It's either the black gay man or it's the thug. They don't show you that in between. They don't show you, you know, the gentleman who is computer savvy or who's smart or who's this or who's that. If they gear it toward either the black man being gay or him being a thug, they don't. You know what I'm saying? They they don't actually show you the true definition of a black man, and that is what is so frustrating. It's a process of elimination. So, like, looking at, like, this right here, though, like, okay, we got the gay man who's not really looking to pro appropriate. Mm -hmm. Then, like, we got, like, Because he's, he's not a threat. Yeah, so. Like, so basically, we got a thug here who, who can end up either dead or in jail. 
Yeah. So it, it worked out in both our favor. In but both. that little one in between, though, you know, that's what we really have to worry about. Yep. Because, like, that's the successful black man, though, who, who want to deal with his black, who, who wants to deal, deal with the black sister. Some of them. Some of them. They condition them to think that white is right. So a lot of the gentlemen that are successful do attempt to go and try to marry outside of the races because they're saying, oh, well, you know, they're more, um, they're more submissive and they're more this and they're more that and they're more this. I'll tell you this. I'm going to be 100% honest with you. And some of you are not going to like this information. You as a black woman and, uh, also speaking to you, black men, if you are looking for your quote-unquote type, you're going to forever have an issue. So types are superficial and it's an unrealistic aspiration in life. If you are have a consciousness, first of all, if you are conscious and if you have an understanding of your life and your lifestyle and what your ancestors went through and basically how you are now how you were able to get to where you are you would understand that instead of looking at a person's ass or looking at their face and they're cute and they're this and they're that and their money and they're this and they're that until you have an understanding of a person's soul you will never find somebody that is going to be on the same playing field as yourself. You have to make sure that you guys, and and we continue to say it, you have to make sure that you guys are vibrating on the same frequency so that you have an understanding of one another. You have to make yourself vibrate so high that it attracts a certain type of man. Or men, you have to make sure that you are vibrating so high that it attracts a certain type of woman. And if you have had a past relationship and there's been some detriment, there's been some hurt, there's been some bullshit that has went on, you need to take the time to heal yourself before you attempt to seek out any type of mate or before you even give your coochie, give your dick to anybody else. Make sure that you are healed and you get all of that stress, all of those demons, all of everything off of you. Because when you decide to go into a new relationship, you need to be brand new. You need to be looking at that person as brand new and not thinking about the things that went on in the past. Of course, never forgetting them, but understanding that the person that you are now dealing with is not the same person that you had in the past. You need to make sure that their soul is correct. You need to make sure that they are stable mentally, emotionally. Um, I mean, of course, financials do comes into it, but the first and foremost thing that is the most important to make sure that you guys are going to work out is making sure that they have a correct soul. And I'll tell you now, even me being with him, there is a change in, in myself because I'm going to be honest with you. I'm a brat. I'm spoiled. I'm not even going to sit here and lie. I, yep. I, I was a daddy's girl. I'm my daddy's only daughter. Okay. Spoiled. So understand that. Very spoiled brat. But I can tell you, um, within our relationship, you know, he is the masculine energy and I am the feminine energy. And I understand exactly where we are with that. And we tie in and we tie in as one. And if he, you don't understand it, if he's like, oh, you know, babe, I'm hungry or this or that, the other, I don't mind. I will take that submissive role and say, hey, well, let me make sure that you got everything that you need. Let me make sure that, you know, you're good for this. I don't mind ironing his clothes. I don't mind washing. I don't mind cooking. And of course, vice versa. We don't have gender roles in our relationship. So we kind of, we both cater to one another. You know, I, I, I iron my clothes. So I just, I've never ironed your clothes. I mean, you have though, but most of the time, though, you know, I just throw some clothes and haul ass about the uh, True and I mean, but I mean, when they need to be ironed, I mean, like, we well, take time. That's not the really there. But like, not I, I mean, I understand <laughs> though, you know, what we see in this right here is, is the bigger picture. Mm-hmm. When it's all said and done, 
the same thing, it's like something break out. Like, all of a sudden, like, it's like every other race is for themselves. We're going to get to the point where you have to realize, though, when, if you're with a white woman or when anybody outside the race, they can never understand your struggle. The only person who really understands your struggle is that black woman or that black man standing right there next to you because they're going through it with you. I'd much rather, much rather be going through the stuff with the person who understands the struggle because they're going through it with me than the person who don't know what the hell we're going through. Mm-hmm. Because, like, if, if, if you're black and you're dating a white person, that white person can never understand what you're going through. They they're going to see, see what you're going yeah, through. Yeah, but, but they, they don't understand. They yeah, can't because, experience it. But, like, if you're with that black person, like, that like they, they're going through it, they feel it because they feel it along with you. Yep. Because just like, maybe Shaka Zulu probably did say that. He said, like, if I'm going to war, I'm going to have my wife with me because I'd be damned if something happened to me and they go and do something to her. She gonna, you know, if I'm if I'm going to war, she going to war with me. So that way, I know for a fact though, if if she down that field, she down with me by my side. It's that yeah. same mindset. We gotta keep that mindset because regardless of the fact though, like this is a basically like we behind enemy lines. Yeah, this is a war. Yeah, and we, I mean, this is what it is though. If you're in this country, you are behind enemy lines. Why not? You know, like why not be be on behind enemy lines though with a person though who know what they know what you're going through. And because, know what you're up against. Yeah, because because like we all fighting this thing together. Mm-hmm. So call me whatever you want. You can at me all you want. You wanna discuss this whole thing though, we most definitely can. But this the this the truth behind it. We can't sit here and try to say, oh, you know, it's you know, like we don't see color. They have to see color. Because if we get pulled over and say for instance, if I'm with somebody who's white I mean, y'all seen the movie Get Out? Stop yeah. playing. I mean, you, you know, I mean, you know, like if I were, if, if you know, basically if I were a white woman, if I get pulled over, that cop is not gonna look at her. He gonna look at me. Mm-hmm. So she won't understand the one that he, you know, the one that I'm being racist profiled by a policeman. But she, she know why. But she won't. I mean, she won't fully. She doesn't understand. She won't fully understand. You know. But, you know, it's and knowing and understanding are two different things. Mm-hmm. But we know what you know. Basically, we know the real. The real purpose behind it. I mean, I mean, it may make it that much worse, given the fact that I'm with a white woman. So you know, it's yeah. So you know, we gotta realize that. So that's just me. That's just me. My thoughts and my opinion on that. So mm-hmm. if and you I want mean, to close out on that, you can. But you yeah. know, <laughs> I mean, be, but I mean, it, it it's just factual, and and we're not telling you, oh no, don't date outside your. If that's what the fuck you want to do, this what the fuck you want to do. But I'm going to tell you this right now. I, I have my, my melanated man right here, and I'm good. So you can do whatever the fuck you want to do. But at the end of the day, you know, just understand. And if you're going to be with somebody, make sure that you guys are on the same frequency, especially if you're dealing with a black man, black woman. If women, if you know that you are dealing with a man that has been hurt in the past and you know that he has some scars, you need to be able to be that bigger person and to understand what he's been through. You can't fix it. The only thing that you can understand what he's been through and love him past his pain and show him differently. And man, that is the exact same. If you know that she's been hurting, you know that she's been through some shit, you know, real realize people that have been victims of different things within their relationship, they have trigger warnings. You know what I'm saying? And sometimes they shut down and they don't understand and they're still trying to get themselves out of it. It takes people years, years to really heal from the detriment and the hurt and stuff that was done because a lot of things are subconsciously done and they don't even realize it. You have to also be strong enough and big enough and man enough to love that black woman past her pain as well. So you guys have to just have that understanding with one another. And if you do not vibrate on that same frequency, you're going to know it. You're going to know if something's going to be turmoil from jump. You're going to know if something's going to be long-term and forever from jump. 
But you have to attune yourself. You have to make sure that you know yourself enough so that you can recognize your counterpart within another. So let's stop, you know, praising these effeminate and these flamboyant black men, letting them know, yeah, girl, go ahead, slay, bitch. No, fuck that shit. Listen. Well, like, stop dealing with the um, markers and get you a... Get you a Tyler or some shit like that. Come on, dude. Yeah. I mean, man. I seen some of the memes and that stuff back then, though. Like, start dealing with the, you know, like, start, start dealing with a Jamal and get a Jamie. Like, bro. Ain't nobody got time for and that I, fucking shit. And then, like, when I seen this stuff on Facebook, and I see, like, a lot of the black women coming, yeah, girl, yes, bitch, yeah. I said, come on. Like, that's, but, like, yet still, like, you see, like, that one black guy who had comment on it. It's okay to like yet still like you don't see that see that little Matthew or Tyler best friend call you a nigger and shit. All of a sudden like you want to get mad, right? You want to get upset. This, exactly. And all of a sudden like they just straight attack this guy. And dude said, look, y'all can sit here and attack me all you want, but I'm stating facts. Mm-hmm. But yet still though, it's more accepting though. I'm like as if though like you know, y'all see this whole thing though like y'all feel like that's okay, but like it's not. Y'all see this? I see like people make these memes with that, but you don't behold it like. It's not a black person who's making these memes. It's a white person making these memes. Right, because that's the agenda. The yeah. agenda is to get the black man and the black woman apart. It is to make sure that there is no foundation. It is to make sure that there is no strong black men that are heading these families. These black men are heading these white women's family. And guess what they're doing? They're hobnobbing and they're going to motherfucking golf with their fucking fathers. Bullshit. Let's get these black families back together. Let's get these black babies taken care of. Let's make sure that they understand themselves and understand their history as well. We are not going to sit up here and continue to sit and look at the defeminization of women and the demasculation of men. It's ridiculous and it's crazy. So with that being said, we're going to go ahead and go out. If you have any other comments, questions, concerns, please let us know. There is an option for you to be able to send us a message. If you would like to be featured in our podcast, also let us know as well. Have a good night.